She had to be like I was telling y'all, like she had to be listening to NWA. Had to, <laughs> had to, bro, for real. She said, no "I'm saying, bro, the model, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck him, right? You know what I'm saying? Fuck like him. that's what she said. And then she gonna go out there and hit one, bro. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, she but, got some points. Bro. And, and like my my <laughs> thing is, how do you, how do you, how does any lawyer, any defense lawyer? Make that not look like it was on purpose, just because of that last little statement. And I, I don't know how far, like into that pod, like if that was the end of that podcast when she said that, but it sure as hell looked like that was the last thing she said. And then she went out and hit a cop. And I'm wondering what defense attorney is gonna come up with anything that makes that shit not look like it was on purpose. Bro, if they done got away with so much shit. We can't get away with one. No. Oh. <laughs> I can't get a motherfucker to inspect my truck without me paying a bunch of money to right. do this Damn. shit. I mean, all the dude had to do was throw the little sticker on my car. I'd, I'd have shot him a 50 <laughs> and been gone, but no. <laughs> Motherfuckers got me for like 1700 for a $15 sticker and shit. I'm not losing my license today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I ain't going to lose my license even though I don't make no money off these. <laughs> I know, right? Man. Yeah, like. Bro, I, I just being black is hard anyway. But yeah, I know a man being a man, bro. Just, yeah, just pick one, <laughs> either one, both of them's hard. Uh, <laughs> I have to. Yo. Who was that? That was saying. I think it was Dion Cole who had his whole uh, his whole skit about managing your blackness. He's saying he's saying you can't be all the way black all the time. Sometimes you got to turn it off. <laughs> It's true, bro. It worked. Yeah, no, it's extremely true, and I, I find myself doing it a lot more than I want to. Actually, have to, have to. But I guess at some point in my life, I will get to the point where I don't have to, and that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun yeah. day. <laughs> it, that actually, that ain't even got nothing to do with being black. That's got a lot to do with just saying exactly what's on my what mind when mind. it's on my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. And I can feel it as I get older. That's, it's yeah. slowly <laughs> slipping away as it is. <laughs> Because now I'm like, yeah, at first I like I probably shouldn't say that now. I'm like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> what yeah. they gonna do? <laughs> I ain't gonna do nothing. And as soon as I get to that age, I don't, I don't know what the sweet spot is, but I can't wait to get to that age where that whole filter is gone. It's like, yeah, say it. <laughs> you be old, man. See what happened. We had grandkids. I don't know, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not too far from it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, more and more, I'll, I'll say stuff, and like I'll try to take it back, but then it'd be too late because most mm-hmm. of it's already out. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's too late. That's gotta go and ride it out now. Right it's too late, man. Yeah, but yeah. So, have either one of y'all recently, with everything that's going on, ran into anything that was uh, directly effect of your race, meaning? Um, you know, from simple stuff from going to the store or going somewhere and trying to buy something or filling out, you know, whatever. But the the result or the treatment was a direct cause of your, your race or your religion or whatever it might be. 
Let's get it. No, man. <laughs> you don't do that. No, I, 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 <clears throat> I'm just going to clear my throat and pause. But uh, I had, I had, I called my uncle on this one. This is probably different. I played basketball, AAU. I live in all black neighborhood. So everybody was damn near black. And my daughter, she plays for rec for like the last three years. But now she's playing for this VBR team. It's like some top-notch soccer team. Right. And I go to the practices, and I'm the only black dude there. Mm. And it's like I feel like she needs this because it's like a up-level soccer team. So she's getting the more experience she's playing. She's not scoring six goals like she was last time. She's really got to, like, show your ass. And But it's like I feel like these are, like, doctors and lawyers and people right, with right. polos and it's different. And I'm like, yo, am I out of place? Bore, I mean, or should I I feel comfortable being around these type of people? And I saying these people, but it's like, you know, I felt I felt like, you know, I'm the eyeball when right. I wasn't the eyeball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not saying it was they they treated me. They ain't treated me different because they ain't said shit to me. You know what I'm saying? When I was with my daughter with the wreck, I talked to all the other parents. Yeah. But now it's like you know, on another level, it's like, you know. I have no conversation or nothing to say with these motherfuckers. Mm. See, I feel like, like when my daughter is playing sports and stuff, and and I feel you on feeling like you feel like the eyeball. Mm. But now I'm starting to feel like you know what? Fuck these people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show them why I should be here. Fuck mm-hmm. uh, Why my kids? Why, <laughs> why? Why my kids should be here? Because right. number one, see, I I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Number one, my kid playing way better than your kid, mm-hmm. even though your kid is, in my eyes, more privileged than mine. Mm-hmm. But to me, especially with the way I grew up, that means I feel like my kid worked harder to be here than yours did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yours is here because you friends with the coach and that mm-hmm. motherfucker was at your house yesterday. Right, 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 right. Mine is here because she had to prove that she could play this game or whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So... I definitely feel you on that because it not to say all people is like it. Actually, a lot of them people are probably cool. I still don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say if they came up and started a conversation, I wouldn't talk to them. But I do feel you on the, the oddball feeling like, should I be here with this group of people and mm-hmm. stuff? So I feel you on that, actually. Okay, what about you? You run into stuff like that? I mean, I guess kind of on the same lines. Like, I remember... Like, coming up, you know, I was in Northwest in this area and, uh, you know, then transitioned to Salem. And that was kind of like the oddball (laughs) moment. Yeah, (laughs) that was my oddball moment there. Like, bro, like, you know, you're going 90% black to 90% white, you know, click of a finger. So it's like, you know, it was different, bro. And, And, you know, people aren't really, you know, at first, you know, so receptive you know, to, to have you or they already are, you know, stereotyping you for being right. a certain way already. And then, like, you know, once they finally, you know, kind of get to know you or whatever, you know, they'll change. So I was telling him, I was telling Toes, like, you know, hey, I've been friends with people that, you know, flat-out racist. And then, but, but <laughs> hey, they fuck with me. It's, it's crazy. It's like, it's like, man, 
you know what, man, you know, I don't really like black people, but I like you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, I don't even know what the yeah, fuck I should say that. Hold on. Hold on. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually funny that you said that with him sitting right here. We're doing this show. We, we had, we had the same conversation and I was saying, cause I got friends that are just like that. It's fucked up, man. But I'm saying like I, I'm saying like that's how that shit work though. Like, you know, you go you go into predominantly, you know, white school and you know, they so used to this certain things or whatever they parents teach them, whatever it is, and then like, you know, you come in, it's like, yo, he, you know, he's different, you know. So I I fuck with him. Right, right. So yeah, I mean that shit I dealt with that for some years. Let me, can I ask you a question? Um I don't know if it's a question or a statement, but let's say the the closer we get as minorities in the country, running the country, you know, the more shit is going to happen. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? And in, 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 in fear is like the power. You know, they fear us taking over. Yeah. Meaning like those <laughs> – the white people that's in office. You know what I'm saying? Those high-powered soup, you know, those motherfuckers like, you know, these blacks or brown people are really – you know, learning more. So they are hurting us, yeah. you know, to keep us behind the eight ball or, you know, you got to stay in your spot. You know what I'm saying? Is that what you think? Or, I mean, how you feel about that? I think, um, I think so too, because I mean, I think that's why and it is funny because I was listening to, um, I was listening to, uh, the breakfast club with, uh, Charlemagne and DJ Envy. And they had this guy on his doctor. He was talking about, uh, how he feels the interracial, interracial uh, relations shouldn't happen. And because of the fact he was saying that this is what he's saying, like we're more powerful as, you know, black and like black man, black woman. That's, that's how it should be. Shouldn't be this, that, and the other to your point. I think because of the fact that, you know, when minorities and things, everything's kind of blended more now. Yeah. I feel like that the, you know, the, the quote unquote typical, you know, racist white person or whatever hates that. Like, I do mm-hmm, agree with mm-hmm. you. Like, I feel like this, like, okay, well, we can't let these people, you know, try to, you know, gain power, gain momentum. Right, right, right. Because if not, we're going to lose everything that we got. Like, that's what I, I feel about that shit. And see, I, I feel like that whole thing, and, and I won't even put it on a specific race. I think at some level, all that means to me is somebody was successful in trying to figure out a way to keep people divided. Yeah. Meaning whether you're in an interracial relationship or you're in the same race relationship or whatever. Um, I think that the mindset of this is the only way that this race is going to move forward is, is if we stick together, I think it's a bad way of thinking because you you cut out so much <clears throat> by doing that, you know, different stuff you can learn, different stuff you can experience. I agree. Um wait, 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 wait. What? Whoa. <laughs> Say it again? Like like this. Like different. So right? saying saying the only way that black people are gonna move forward mm-hmm. is if black people stay with black people. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad way of thinking. Because mm-hmm. Just at, was seg- can, what is it? Was it segregation? What, what the fuck yeah, was it? Well, yeah, we had our own stores. We had black-owned businesses. We had all this shit before segregation hit, whatever it was, and we started 
what immigrating, whatever, to having mm-hmm. being involved with white students and all this shit. Right. Once that happened, we start losing our black own stores, our black doctors, our black nurses, because a lot of moms were nurses taking care of us. You know what I'm saying? But once we started migrating together, shit started falling apart. Well, I think that's because the power shift was different because you did have that migration of different races, but the power shift stayed on one side because when you had that migration of different races, Mm -hmm. you also had people trying to push the one race out versus bringing those people together. Like it was successful in bringing them together, but the people that you were bringing together didn't want to be together. You think it was successful? I, I think the migration itself was successful, but, Forcing it to happen is different than letting it happen organically, meaning that when when schools decided to integrate uh, black and white, at mm-hmm. this point it was black and white. Right. It wasn't because everybody wanted to do it. They forced them to do it. And as y'all know, as men, period, you can't force people to do something and expect it to work. It just doesn't happen. If you let things happen organically, let pe- look, people have their own minds. They can do things on their own. But if I tell you, you have to do this because I'm telling you to do this, number one, your effort ain't going to be 100% in whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. But if you decide on your own, hey, this might not be a bad idea to look at this side of things and maybe change it up and do it this way to move forward. It's going to be more successful. If you force people together, it's not going to work. But if you let people come together by themselves, it will work. Yeah, I agree with that. But to what you were saying, when things start falling apart, that's because you had one half of that group of people that you were trying to force together. Mm-hmm. One half of that group of people still had it in their mind. We shouldn't have to, quote unquote, share with this other group of people. So they continue trying to push that group of people out. I think that's why us out as black people. Right. Right. So you had white people that didn't want to have anything to do with us. Mm -hmm. So when they forced them to be together, which was mainly schools and buses and Mm -hmm. uh, diners and shit, when you forced them to be together, yeah, they were together, but they didn't want to be there. So you think eventually this was going to, we were going to this. I mean, what I'm saying is like, it's going to happen, but you had to let it, Happening organically on his own. I, and again, this is my opinion as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> this is my opinion, but mm-hmm. if if you were to let it happen by itself without forcing it on people, it's still been hanging us. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just. Talking. I'm not. No, you're right. I'm okay. not saying it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the amount of tension while it was happening, I don't think would have been as high. But by you forcing people to do it, look, that's like when we're at work and they force us to stay over mm-hmm. versus you yeah. staying over on your own. Mm-hmm. You get two different people. If you tell me, hey, you have to stay over, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you're getting like 9% nice work. of work right, out of right, me. Right, right, right. But if you come to me and say, hey, can you stay over and help us out for a little while? But you leave me with the option like, no, I don't want to. Or yes. Then, yeah, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. But when you force me to do it, you're getting bare minimum every time because I don't want to be there. OK. But and again, look, I could be wrong. I could be I, I'm not and I wasn't a college student or anything. But just based on even now, the way things are going, 
when you try to force people to do something, you're not going to get the result that you claim that you're trying to get when you force people to do it. That's just like Obamacare. I love the fact that we had Obama as a president. Mm -hmm. What I didn't love is you forcing people to get health insurance. Mm -hmm. The big reason a lot of people didn't have health insurance is because they couldn't fucking afford it. So if you're forcing them to do it and you're penalizing them when they don't do it, Mm -hmm. they're not going to receive it well. Like when I go do my taxes and you tell me that I'm basically getting fined because I didn't have insurance that year. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't have the shit because I couldn't afford the shit. But now you're you're going to make me pay for not having it, not considering, well, why didn't you have it? Options are with me. If you force me to do something, you're not getting 100 percent. Okay, okay. But, you know, I could be wrong and I. We'll probably never find out whether whether my idea on that is right or not. But look, people that are in an interracial relationship, as far as I know, mm-hmm. wasn't forced into it. That happened organically, mm-hmm. whether it was because that's who they was around or that's who they was attracted to. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if you take two people and try to force them to be together, shit ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. It's like um, coming to America. Some, <laughs> yeah, I know. You feel me? Some, mm-hmm. some countries still do have arranged marriages and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why that shit don't work all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know this motherfucker. I don't want to be with them. You know what I'm saying? But those same people, if they happen to meet whatever way they meet, then that actually might work out because it's something they're choosing to do. And now people are so divided on so many things. When you try to put them people together, they already have the mindset that for whatever reason, I don't want to have nothing to do with this group of people versus this group of people. If I stay with this group of people, everything's going to be better. Well, if everything was going to be better, then you would have your own country with just that kind of people. It's like when our ex-president was talking about essentially getting rid of all the Mexicans. Mm-hmm. You you can't do that because as proud as we are in this country, a lot of the shit that happens, happened, or will happen in this country happened because those other races of people that you're trying to put out had a hand in it. Mm-hmm. And if you get rid of said people, then you lose what they actually brought to the table. Now you can sit here and pick out the bad that people do all day long. Mm-hmm. Everybody does fucked up shit. I don't care who you are. All right. But if you get rid of those people, then you also get rid of the need for a lot of things. Look, if you got rid of every criminal in the world somehow in a magic world, if you got rid of every criminal, right, mm-hmm. then you lose the need for law enforcement. You lose the need for laws themselves. Mm-hmm. Because you got rid of that element. So all that stuff plays a part. But all I'm saying is when you force somebody to do something a certain way, you're not going to get a good result out of it. You're always going to get a negative result. Um, in the end of it, you'll get a negative result. Yeah. Anyway, I ain't, I ain't mean to preach to y'all, but <laughs> I, I'm just Sunny, man, I, I'm, I'm real good, like – I, I see things like it and work is a real good example of being forced to do something and how you're going to react to it and what what type of production you're going to get when you force somebody to do something versus ask them and give them the option to do it. It's just and I feel like race is the same way. Like 
So mm-hmm. I have to change the way I speak, the way I look, the way I'm built. I can't be myself. No, 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 no. Because no. hold on, if, that's, if that's I not get, what I'm saying. I'm, I, <laughs> that's not, that's, I'm saying as a black man, I have to change my attitude or my, my the way I talk, the way I look, or something like that to not get pulled over. No, that's to not get in the corporate. You know what I'm saying? That, I mean, that's not that, what I'm saying. Okay, but as a black man, you you do you do have to do that stuff. Unfortunately, why should I though? No, you shouldn't have to. Okay, That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, you okay. shouldn't have to. Okay, okay. But in that situation, you know that if you don't, the outcome could be different. Now I can get killed in front of my daughter. Yeah, running the neighborhood. I can for take being a jog in the neighborhood just for being black. For being yourself. No, no, it's not being. I'm being black. Well, that yourself. <laughs> you know what That's what I'm saying. I'm being, I'm but being, what I mean is. That that goes back to what I was saying. The only reason that happens is because you got one group of people that are forced to co-inhabit space with you that don't necessarily want you to be in that space. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They but are they forced to be in the neighborhood with me. Right. They for, As far as law enforcement, they're forced to patrol said area. Mm-hmm. They don't like you already. Right. But you in that area. Now, with police, they have the option to react to you in a way that they can get away with the shit where you can't react to them if they come in your neighborhood mm. the same way. So it's, Wait, what now? <laughs> Say it again? I, I was blacked out for okay, it. Okay, because... The way if, who talks. If you got a racist cop. Right. And they let's say they work the neighborhood that you get pulled over in. Right. What type of neighborhood? It don't matter. Just a oh, neighborhood. It does matter. A, a neighborhood that they working in that they don't feel like you should be in. Let's say uh, right, uh, let's white say, neighborhood. Uh, South Roanoke. I don't know. That's, about that's Roanoke, a perfect man. example. You ain't got to do nothing. You drive through that bitch and get the police call. So is it a white neighborhood? Very. Or poor? No. <laughs> it's all white. Cause I yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is. So they so, can pull me over for what? For Just nothing. For being black. For nothing. Black. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's get to it though. Yeah. Black at whatever Whatever time it right, happened to right, be at right, that right, time. Right, 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 right. Okay. But if that police officer don't like black people, mm-hmm. then he could just let you go on about your business. Mm-hmm. But if he got enough hate, then he can turn that simple stop for whatever you did or didn't do into something way more than what it actually is. Do you fear that, though? Yeah. Okay. I've experienced it. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. I, I know it can happen. Chris, since you live there, do you have you came about that? You know, a racist cop or being looked at different because you live in a predominantly white neighborhood? Um, It hadn't happened. I've gotten pulled over, but it hadn't happened to me like that. But going kind of also, too, I look at if the cop. I don't know if the cop's racist or not. So my my my. First instinct is to just be respectful from human to human. I don't right. look at it as, as me being black and you being white at the time. I'm looking at it. If you come up to me and it's like, and you have a cool response, I'm going to be cool and do whatever you're talking about. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I was listening to this dude. He's like, you know, we just trying to get home. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because like, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens now, um, and they don't make it home. It's like, they want to try to challenge Law enforcement on knowledge of the law and what they can't, well, you right. can't do this. Well, listen, my thing is this, you know, I, I get what, you know, a lot of the black people be saying, like, but they end up getting killed over something silly. So it's like, 
why don't you fight that later? You feel me? Like, I, in my in my opinion, it's like, if I know I'm getting fucked over or whatever, or, you know, some people got dash cams. I know you can't really have them around here or nothing. But I'm saying, like, if you if you recording on your cell phone or whatever, I'll fight that in court later. Let yeah, me get home, get home first. first. Gotcha. Let me get home first. I'm not going to argue with you on 81 over some shit, and then you got to call for backup. Well, Chris, they getting killed over cigarettes. I mean, yeah, I, no, I feel you. Like, you said... Illegal cigarettes. Illegal cigarettes. Like that's stupid. CDs. I mean, yeah. If I can, if I was had my CD, we, if I had my mixtape and the dude was trying to hit me up, like, yeah, I feel some type of way. But I'm saying, like, in my mind, I'm always like, I'm feeling like if I can show that I can act this way to get a different result, I will. Because look at how many times that same result, those same people are doing the same things. The people that's getting killed, mm-hmm. right? they're all acting the same way. They're all challenging something. Nine they're, minutes is acting different. Some, well, some of them. Some of them. Some okay, of them. I, won't, I won't say the we'll, we'll clarify that minutes, part. Yo, some come of on, we not No, but that's, that. yeah, I mean, like, okay, and that, and that whole How thing do we tell our kids, uh, boys, t- talk men, basically. Yeah. We all men here, black men. How do you tell yourself, your nephews, your sons, your, your cousins, to when they leave the house... You need to say yes, sir, no, sir, to a cop, an adult, regardless if they black or white. Well, yeah. Just to make it Respect. back home. But when they do that, why you got cornrows or why you got dreads or why you, why you wearing blue or why you wearing red? And then they want to categorize you into this. And you go to a prep school probably. You probably go to school with their kids, but they like, you don't even deserve to go there. So I'm going to get put you in the back seat. Now you rattle, crying. Stress in a back seat. You ain't got nothing to do but act out. But see, here's the thing with that. From what you just said, as a as a parent or uncle or cousin, you did your part already. If if that if that nephew or cousin is following what you said, mm-hmm. you did your part mm-hmm. because they're doing what they're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. Now, I can't say it it always goes the right way. But I feel like a big part of that is those same people knowing how to talk to people, how to respond to people. What you can't control is what that other person does. Right. But you referring to the cop? Yeah. Yeah. You can't control what that person does. But if let's say your little cousin, your Mm -hmm. little cousin is saying yes, so no, sir, complying, Mm -hmm. so on and so Mm -hmm. forth. As far as you giving them that information, you did your job. Mm -hmm. But. Unfortunately, you can't control what that other person, the cop or whoever it is, you can't control how they're going to react. Right. But with me, because I tell my daughters the same stuff, Mm -hmm. but if my daughter doesn't listen to me, and let's say she is out and gets stopped by the police, and she running off at the mouth, rolling her neck and all that shit, and something happened, I'm still going to be upset that something happened. <clears throat> Excuse me, but the first thing I'm gonna look at is okay. She didn't do shit that I told her to do. She went a whole different way, started being combative, started mm-hmm. arguing and stuff. Not saying I can see why it happened, mm-hmm. but saying you know now I wonder if she would have did what I was telling her to do, what it would have turned out different for her to not to come home, bro. No, no, a no, bro- no, no. Uh, uh, a dude went into a home. Not a, I'm not saying a home, a church home. They embrace this guy. Right. Bible studies and all this shit. He goes in there and light the whole church up. Well, that's what I'm saying. You and they give him a Burger King 
And we want to be like, oh, because you didn't say yes, sir, no, sir, you can't come home. But this nigga can come home no, and get a free pass to McDonald's. It, it, it's not placing the blame. What I'm saying is if you if you teach somebody that stuff, you've taught them what they need to know. But unfortunately, you can't ever control what that the person they interact but with. But that's the point. You're here to protect and serve. The whole, regardless of whatever community that you in, black or white, Hispanic, right, low community or high community, whatever it is called, middle class, low class, you there protect and serve the person that calls you or whoever, right, and you then turn your back and just say, you know what, my wife pissed me off today, I'm gonna hurt this black dude. Yeah, I'm gonna take it out on somebody. I understand. You know what I'm saying? I understand for sure. But or two dudes that's in the neighborhood thinking they want to police the neighborhood, I gotta kill this dude that's jogging. <laughs> Yeah. In my neighborhood, because he looks, I mean, he but, looks suspicious. And you know that goes back to what you were just saying a little bit ago when you were saying when people are forced, like that with the with the cops and stuff is kind of the same thing. It's like because they see what's going on. Like if they're white, if they're a white racist cop, and they know that they are already getting their communities and shit forced together because like okay, now we got black people. Moving our neighborhood mm-hmm. shit like that right i'm gonna use my job to get payback mm-hmm. because i don't want i don't want it you know what and I'm that's saying? the like, unfortunate part some so, of them do that some for real do, yeah so it's like and you can't control that part now i will say this like living where we live there's not much of that going on in this actual like you know city where you look on the local news and be like this has happened but right. it's, our, it's in these bigger places so it's like I think it is because, like, you forcing stuff on people and they're already mad. And then on, too, like, the Joe Rogan uh, podcast, they had a Navy SEAL on there. And he said the cops get, like, two hours of combat training or defensive training. Right, to be like, able to deal with minim- stuff. Yeah, very yeah. minimum of, like, every, like, six months or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But the SEALs is getting, like, Months and months, months, and months of training months. every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, half of these people that are, you know, racist cops or whatever, they ain't getting trained. They're like, man, I'm just trying to get a paycheck, mm-hmm. and I can just do what I want because I'm blah, blah, blah. So it's like everybody's using guns where you don't really have to. It's like, wh- and what do you see, like, with people using, like, self-defense anymore? It's all fucking guns, man. And, and you blame, wait, so you blame it on training? Wait, let me... let me Part of it. Part let, of me, it. let me clarify something real quick, though, because... I don't want this to get misconstrued and looked at the wrong way. I'm not saying that all the incidents that we see is race related. Um, Okay. To what you was just saying, I will say, I think at least part of it is because some of these people in law enforcement don't know how to deal with certain situations without going directly to a gun, which is going to yeah, pretty much so. stop the problem immediately. Um, I always thought that up until now that people in law enforcement got a lot more training in dealing with other people than they actually do. I right. really did think that they got like a lot of training, mm-hmm. but now it's coming out that it's more, let's get a warm body to do this job versus Show this person how to do this job correct. But you 20 years on the force, 
and you don't know how to come. Oh, it ain't. Sometimes it ain't no excuse for that. <laughs> it ain't no excuse saying, bro. for that. That shit don't make sense to that, me. That's again learned behavior. But what what I'm looking at is some some of the ones that that don't have that tenure on the job mm-hmm. that end up making the decision that puts them on the news, and it ends up being that they don't know the correct way to deal with that situation. Like, for instance, to me, if, and I'm not law enforcement, but if I was, if I'm dealing with somebody with a knife, and I I use knife because I've had somebody pull a knife on me before, but I also know, okay, number one, for you to be effective with that knife, you have to be close enough to me to do it. That's, That's the first thing. So, if I got a baton, a taser, and probably three of the officers with me, my last option, in my mind, my last option is going to be to go for my gun. Because, again, number one, you got to get close enough to me to use a knife. Unless you throw the fucking thing, unless you a ninja on the mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. then you ain't effective until you get within four or five feet of me. Mm-hmm. I can keep that distance between us, which means I have options of how to get you and this knife subdued so you're not a problem. Going for my gun is going to be the last idea because, yes, it will be the most effective, but unless I just want to kill you, that's not the way to handle it. And just in some of the things I've read, some of the things I've seen, I've actually got multiple friends that are in law enforcement Knowing the difference and how to handle stuff would probably make not in all of these, but would probably make a big difference in some of these. And that's why you see um, some of the things that happen. There's other police officers standing around and you got one that's doing whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's why they ain't saying nothing. Some of them don't know that what that person is doing is not the right way to handle this. Like some of them really don't know, you know, really, we should be handling this this way i think that's a big reason why some with george floyd or george floyd sorry mm-hmm. i think that's a big reason you had so many cops standing around not saying anything look if you don't know or you haven't been uh, trained to know how to handle certain things mm-hmm. You're more likely not to say nothing. Now, that's not like nine giving, minutes, bro. That, well, let me finish. <laughs> let, let me hit you with Kanye. Okay. Let, let me finish. Oh, that's, that's, that's not saying. That's not saying that I'm excusing them for not saying anything or not stopping him. Mm-hmm. But that's saying that I feel like the the other ones that were standing around, and some of them were rookies for sure. Mm-hmm. They don't know that that's not the way to handle it. But again, that's not excusing them for not saying any, not saying anything, not stopping it. But I do agree with if you're dealing with other people and some of the situations could be physical situations, I do agree with you should know how to handle every last one of those situations. Look, if I put my daughter in fucking karate or any kind of self-defense, Okay, self-defense ain't just one specific thing. If this thing happens, you know what to do, and that's it. But, all right, well, what if this happens? No, it's multiple things to show you how to handle different situations. Mm -hmm. So I do agree with 
better training with dealing with other people and how to deal with different situations would be helpful. But again, let me clarify. This is not an excuse for people that stand around and watch shit happen until it's fatal or whatever the case may be. But in trying to think of ways to improve it, I I agree with people like Joe Rogan when they say that better training in handling different situations with people would, it's not going to cure the problem, but it would help. There's no way to get rid of racist races. Yeah, there's there's no the way to get rid of it completely out of any company, out of any organization. Right. There's no way to get rid of it. But that doesn't mean that every person in law enforcement is racist. And you, you know, and you can also and like I said, I know I, I am actually friends with quite a few people in different parts of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with having the training to deal with people in a, especially in a physical situation or even learning how to talk people down like or at least get them calm. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think that's an important step that should be required, not something that people look at and be like, Oh, uh, maybe we should, we didn't train on that right there. I, I think that should be a requirement. You think all I think cops are good? No. Okay, all of them. Are bad. I know they're not right. If you if you say, know one bad cop, that means you're a bad cop too. No, I, no, I wouldn't I say that. that. I do because you got you got people that know bad cops that don't directly work with. But well, why you don't turn this bad cop in or say he's fucking up? It, that's that's actually if he a goes good point. out. Chris go out and do something wild, and I know he's a bad cop. I'm fucked up for letting him continue to hurt this black man or white man, whatever. Right. I knew what type of person he is. I know he's a fucked up person from the jump. And he's out <coughs> to maliciously hurt somebody. I'm right. at fault too. Like let, let, let me ask you this though. So what happens if you know Chris is bad mm-hmm. and you tell somebody, but you don't know that person that you're telling is bad, so don't shit happen? Do you still mm. feel like you a bad person? We fucked up. All of the whole shit is fucked we, up. We we already all fucked up. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. There's no way to number one. There's no way to tell just by looking at somebody what type of person they are. But like I was saying before, there's no way to get rid of people just because of the way they think, which is, again, unfortunate. I know a lot of fucked up people, a lot of fucked Mm -hmm. up people, like people that have done pretty much everything you can think of from from whether it be robbing people, quite a few murders and shit. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like I'm a bad person for not telling people that shit because (laughs) It's you can't you can't even though. How can I put this? You can't always shoulder the blame for yourself for what other people do because you can't stop it all. I mean, it would be real easy to just say all cops are bad and be like, shit, I'm covered. I did my job. Well, no, nah, that's not the truth mm-hmm. because not all of them are and not all of them think the same way. But like I said, the unfortunate part is we don't have the ability to be able to see that until something happens. Yeah. If you a cop and your partner is bad, but you don't know it yet, and you don't find it out until they do something, then you can't hold yourself at fault for that because you didn't know until it happened, which means it was too late. But now I do agree with you. If you do know that your partner is fucked up mm-hmm. and be doing fucked up shit and you don't say nothing, yes, then there's some blame on you. But if I didn't know that you was fucked up 
until you stabbed this man <laughs> in mm-hmm. the warehouse. And that's when I found out you was fucked up. <laughs> I don't shoulder the blame for not telling people you was fucked up because I didn't know. Right, right, right. So, but anyway, having said all that, I am going to, just like I keep saying, I always have people on that's interesting to me. And I also have people on that can answer questions that I can't answer. Like, uh, uh, the last episode was with Charlie. The main reason I had him on is because Charlie's a gay man. He's married to a man. He can speak further on some of the questions that I had people write emails about, about being gay. I can't answer those questions. Like I mentioned, I do have quite a few friends in different branches of law enforcement. So I am going to have one of them on too. And believe me, I ain't same way we having this conversation, I'm not going to sugarcoat it with them either yeah. because I know how we feel about that side of things. But in fairness, I really would like to hear what somebody in law enforcement thinks about some of the same questions we got. And I don't expect I, I, I don't think they're bad. I don't know everything they do. So I don't expect them to tell me everything, but I would I would like to hear their perspective on some of the some of the stuff that's happening and some of the questions that we've had right here. Um, I think it's only fair to hear both sides of any argument or at least the attempt to hear both sides of it. But having said all that, (laughs) which that was good. That's that's what I mean, though. If, If more people sat down and actually talked to each other about whatever the fuck it is, we would get so much more done, I think. But people choose to hide behind the computer or hide behind their phone and just say whatever without any explanation or without um, looking further into things to see why things are happening or without even asking somebody, hey, why is this happening? They just see something and run with it. And to me, that's how shit gets started. It don't necessarily need to be started. Yeah. But I, and apparently y'all too, if I understand something, I'm going to ask you. Uh-huh. And you, you might not like that I ask yeah. you, or you might not want to answer me, but I'm going to ask you because, shit, I want to know. Yeah. And yeah. other people want to know too. Yeah. But eventually I think, and I use eventually loosely, eventually I think we'll get to a point with our society where at least there's some consideration before action to try to start stopping some of the shit that's happening. It'll never stop. I I don't want anybody to think I'm disillusional and think, Oh, all we got to do is this and all this stuff will go away. No, that's bullshit. I think that there are ways to improve things that are happening, but I don't think there's ever going to be a way to stop it. Well, you good. <laughs> anybody, anybody, we good, man. I, we good. I, I, feel, I feel like I'm preaching, but no. it, it's I, so, some stuff I feel strongly about that I know is fucked up and I know is not uh, um, a definite way to fix stuff, but I can see where stuff can be improved. Not fixed, but improved. Yeah. And I definitely think seeing somebody else's point of view, whether it's what you agree with or not, is a big start in kind of realizing, all right, this, this ain't quite what I thought it was. And now I got this different uh, perspective that I can kind of base my decision on. I think that would be helpful. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. 
But again, what do I know? Uh, I'm sitting here with a microphone in my face. I can say whatever the fuck I want. So. <laughs> we all got opinions, bro. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, bro. that's what's up. Yeah. But look, I ain't going to hold y'all too much longer, man. Okay, let people know where they can hear your music, what you got going on, how to, how people can get in touch with you and see what you got going on, man. Yeah, so um, you can pretty much go on you know, any music platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Tidal, these are anything like that, Pandora. So, As far as um, I'm concerned, podcast with Reese Ross. <laughs> <laughs> go the plug in. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Big K Smooth, that's the name. <laughs> B-I-G-K-S-M-O-O-V-E. So you can type it in. You can search for me there. Uh, but, yeah, I, like I said, I'll just be continuing, you know, working on uh, stuff for the next for the next album. And uh, hopefully I'll get some feedback from everybody else, see what they like to hear. Well, like I said, when you get to drop that next one, make sure you hit me up. I'll put you right back on the other side of that table and – However many people are are listening or paying attention, they will definitely get the message from here that that album is out. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Toast. <laughs> Let them know how to get in touch. Let's toast um, media. You hear that stuff you got going on. Let's go, man. Um, let's toast media. Like I said, I'm gonna try to get it back on. Like this, not saying I'm gonna try to. I'm going to be back on this coming up fall when football season start. Um. Hope to have y'all on to talk Georgia Tech football, whoever, man. There My boy go. K Smooth. Yeah. Reese, we can talk whoever. Redskins. Oh, I mean uh Washington. Whoa, 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 whoa. I apologize. Hold on, I don't know. Hold on. Don't don't put I apologize. That, don't I didn't mean to say that. Out there. I ain't no Redskins <laughs> fan, bro. I'm Giants all oh, the way. New York Giants, that's fine too, man. But uh <laughs> On YouTube, man. That's the only platform I'm on, man. You almost got I stabbed in you. Oh, <laughs> I apologize, man. Oh shit! But that's it, man. I appreciate being on the show, man. I really do, man. You and Caseful, man. I love y'all, man. Yeah, I appreciate, yeah, appreciate y'all appreciate coming you, through, bro. It's all about making sure everybody get there. Is try to promote everybody. And look, for me, K for Dale, I'm out. Make sure y'all like, subscribe. Let me get that five star rating. The brother got to eat, and I'm a highlight. <laughs> Deuces. And make sure you hit me up on afaicpod at gmail dot com with any questions comments if you got something to talk about and you want to be on hit me up i holla for those fans that was missing me i speak the truth it's no mystery try and stay ahead of the game like my name was the letter g to be the man you gotta beat the man allegedly so i'm stepping in the ring who's up next to challenge me left jab right hook swing into the pad with these bars i'm the knockout king it's a sickness when i get in the booth and i call it d12 man i'm just trying to show you the proof you're half stepping like you're missing the shoe Front. And man, y'all's position is too. I'm spitting hard like I'm missing a tooth. That's why I got everybody laying low like I'm pushing the coup. I take your crown if you got one too. Slide by and say excuse me like a gentleman's supposed to do. I'm coming in on my own. Can't nobody stop me when I'm in my zone. I'm off the hook like a phone. Can't nobody stop me when I'm in my zone. As far as I'm concerned, this shit is over. <laughs>